this to record for Christ's sake. It's just an introduction. Hi guys, welcome to All My Bulls Podcast. I'm your host Chico and Phil at home. No, please come along with me as we have a wonderful, wonderful conversation. Oh, hi guys, welcome back to All My Bulls Podcast. Oh my God, this feels so new for me. Like I've just, <laughs> you know, when I opened like, when I started recording and I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I've missed you guys. I've missed being here. Honestly, I have missed being here. And I said today I'm going to hop on on the work. Like the chance I get to record, I'm recording. And since I'm riding on a very good high, I'm going to be here. So I it's I haven't been away on purpose. I have. I mean, I had a dream. I still have a vision for us, you know. So I actually thought we'd transition into a podcast where I'd have actually videos. I mean, I kind of feel like that would be like a bit better platform for us to interact. But, oh my God, I realize it's such a big bite for me. Like, it's so much work. As in, I have I have edited. I did record a few episodes. I promise I did. But then, because again, um, I wanted to give you quality work, you know, quality videos. And I, I realized, and since I'm like... Um, I, I always do all the production work on my own and I couldn't I mean I already have a vision of what I want so we'll, I bet we'll just have to you know listen to audios first until I can figure that aspect out or I get time to learn more skills or maybe get like funds to outsource like um, um services for so we can get you know bomb videos I, I do want the whole like traditional conventional like you see me in one frame i'm just talking i mean i have a very expressive face so trust you would always be entertained but <laughs> i mean i don't want that as in there's so many things i wanted in there but i mean it's gonna take a while i mean it doesn't mean just because it's not possible right now it's not gonna happen later in the future it's gonna happen and that's one of the things that i've been able to learn that just because it's not happening now, you know, I've always been that person who, like, if I want to do something right now, I'm going to do it. And I kind of feel like that's what has kept me away from here. But then it's taken me a while and I have figured it out that, you know, it doesn't have to happen now. It can happen later. Like, I mean, it's still a vision. I have it in mind. And, you know, there's no better time than, you know, when the world wills it, like when everything aligns and things happen, you know. So I'm glad to be back. I mean, I'm back, like, <laughs> again. So, um, I hope you all have been all right. I have been, oh my God, crazy busy. But then today I want us to have, like, a discussion. Today I'm going to, I want to be, I mean, also I want to be resourceful, I mean, for you guys. Like, I just don't want to be all talk sometimes and be like, sister, what are you doing from this podcast, you know? I want to I give you guys value sometimes, sometimes you know. <laughs> But from like when I'm like really ranting about some things that have happened to me, I mean I honestly wanna also like um tell you about okay tell you things that maybe you can apply in your own lives. Um, so I've heard. I mean it's I've been a big break for me. I've been I think I've been doing so much. I've been doing so much. I have been everywhere and nowhere as well. Like at the same time, but it feels beautiful. I don't know. Um, so today I want to talk to you guys about something, you know, this is something, um, I've had my friends come to me, talk to me about, like, you know, when people ask me, um, um, where I get to, you know, when I tell people about my mentors or people like in my career, like in my field, oh, by the way, I, you guys don't know, I graduate, I already told you guys, I mean, I graduated last year, 
in a BSc forensic science. So like that's my line of work. Like eventually, not eventually, like very soon, I want to be a practicing forensic toxicologist. I mean, um, so I always get questions sometimes by my friends. Be like, so how do you get to meet these amazing people? So today I'm here to tell you that amazing people in terms of like I get to interact. I'm interacting with so many people in my field in forensic toxicology, both locally and internationally. And I will today I want to tell you how to do that without actually ever leaving the country because this baby has not left the country at all. But anyway, we're keeping the dream alive, right? Like the dream has to be. It has to be like kept alive. We have to keep the fire blazing. So you remember the another episode we 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 did where we said we are gonna stay outrageous. That has always been my motto. Like motto. Like I think even like sub, like in my subconscious. Like as in sometimes I might doubt myself because you know guys, imposter syndrome is like such a high. You know, it's like very present in our lives, particularly my life. Um, so I'm gonna like um. I mean I don't know. I haven't found a way of actually dealing with it, but. I know how to write through it, you know. So today I'm, I'm, I'm here to give you a number, number of tips. So one of the things you have to stay outrageous. You have to believe in the dreams that you dream. Like you have to have a vision. You have to have, you know, all those things you want to become. They're valid. They're valid. They're valid, but you also need like a clear path of what you want to do with that like aspect of your life. I mean, I tell you to be everywhere as in, you know, but also have, I mean, I'm very spontaneous as in, I know that I'm a very spontaneous person, like very, oh my God, I think spontaneity hasn't gotten me into so much trouble. That's why maybe I continue to, you know, move in that direction. But when it comes to your career and like your life or whatever, like especially your professional life, you have to have a plan. You have to have calculated moves. You have to be very careful in that sense. Um, so let me just get, okay, that's also part of the tips. Like, have a plan, you know, have a clear goal. Like, first of all, research your market. Like, whatever it is you want to become, is it, like, is it a phasing? You know, there's sometimes there's some careers that are also being phased out, you know? Like, um, you know, remember when you were younger, when you used to have dreams of surgery becoming, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, you know, this conventional, like, professions, like when you wanted to become a pilot, when you wanted to become a doctor, like an engineer. So, you know, nowadays, there's, I mean, the market is over flooded with like those professionals, right? And nowadays I can even take a course and I can learn how to fly my aeroplane, right? So I can become a certified pilot. Um, so there's all that. I mean, I'm not saying that as a private citizen, like as a private like pilot, I can fly a commercial airline. But I mean, I'm just saying like these are skills that even like non-pilots or people who have not grown up like wanting to be pilots can do. Um, so it's very good to like actually look at your market. Look if there's still like a niche, niche. You know, if they, if you if either maybe your dream or your profession is actually being phased out, or is it like you know, that will help you also. Um, find a way of actually making yourself unique. You have to stand out. I, I think that's the thing that sells most in the market right now. You have to have something that makes you stand out as a candidate for like maybe jobs or like whatever it is you're trying to do. So for example, if I want to be, you know, that you know, Kitabo used to find the concept of actually like Amrev, you know, when you have flying doctors, that means you're a doctor, like you have the skills of a medical doctor and then you've also you've had a skills of a, of being a pilot. That was so cool, right? It's still a niche, like it is like something new. Those are two skills merged together to form like a career. And the thing I love most about um I don't know if I know like I remember when I was in my orientation week in campus, I was at 
the university. But when I was at uni, I remember during orientation, we were being told something about major and minor. I didn't take it so quickly, so so, so seriously. But I know in the U.S., the universities there, I mean, from the movies, I'm actually having friends who study there are actually like participating and actually knowing how the university system works is that you can take undertake like maybe a major and, you know, two majors like or a major and a minor. Like that means you'll have, you're, ta- you're studying two disciplines. I always feel like that's a beautiful move because there you're trying to, you know, you could maybe take a um, course in, you know, economics, a major in economics. And then minor in music. I don't know that's because I'm just like that's off just off of my head. And I'm like, you know, when you when you understand music, like when you understand music, not just like the keys and everything, but also understand music as an industry as well. That means you can become an an a finance analyst or like a financial analyst or advisor to you know, if you understand the music business, you can actually apply your financial skills or your economic like whatever it is you do in economic school to music. It's all the same. And that's just like an example. I would think about something else. Like, I mean, if you're doing like, let's say, physics, and maybe a major in physics, and then you could do maybe culinary arts, like as a minor. I don't know how you do. I mean, honestly, like, is it, you know, cooking is an art. Physics is also an art by extent, to an extent. Um, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, that all those crazy combinations, I kind of feel like, you know, that's something. I mean, because so many people, like, we're all aiming, like, towards certain things, but you have to have something that it makes you stand out as a physicist, as a like engineer, what is it that makes you unique, that will give you an edge in the market right now. Um, I still, I mean, I know some, okay, so that's one of the things. I mean, I, I didn't get a chance to major or like ma- like do majors and minors, so I just had a BSc in forensics, like that's that was just my course study, like forensic science. But on the side, I just did slack. I mean, if you're in uni, like this is a good podcast, and even though you're out of uni, it's okay still. Like one of the things I did was like, I tried to get in touch like with my active professionals in the world, like out there already who are already working while I was still in school to actually help me understand like, why was I doing this course and what was out there for me? I mean, I think back that one, I started doing that when it was a bit late because if I had actually, like, looked at the market before, like, talked to someone out there before, like, I completed school, I think it would have changed my courses because it's tricky. You know, it's this way. Forensics is very marketable. But it's not marketable here in Kenya because the field is not very developed in Kenya and, you know, by extension, in Africa. It's a big thing in the U.S., but not a big, big in Africa. Big, big, big thing in Africa or, like, actually Kenya. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I, li- I live in regrets, but that's one of the things I would tell you to do, to reach out to actually, like, active professionals in your field when you're still in uni or even when now when you're out of uni, when you finish school and you have been, like, figured things out. Those are good point markers. They will help you. They will help you understand. If if you get a good one, like, a, a good person, they, and most of the time they're good, they're always willing to help students and help someone who's, like, starting off in an area that they're already, you know, thriving in. And so now the next question will be, how do you meet such people? It's networking. It's growing. I mean, honestly, I mean, I know I'm a homebody. I'm a certified homebody. But actually, like, stepping out of your house, going to these gatherings, you know, when they have school, um, whatever, career days, you know, such things. I mean, I'm just, those are just three examples. You can go to school, organize activities there. I mean, where they have professionals, professionals come to talk, come talk to people or like they're just random school activities. You just never know who comes to these events. And even out there when you go for events, like it could be like a concert, like you never know who you're meeting in there, you know? 
when you hear your friends are organizing something random like meet up or whatever don't fail to show up to show up like you never know who you're meeting there you just never know that's okay okay so that's one way of going about it blindly going into things just trying to you know, just be yourself also try to network with people talk to people find out about what they're doing if they're willing to talk i mean they can tell you what they're doing in their lives and then in that way you can identify someone who's in your field and someone you can maybe you want to talk to so that's going blindly into things the other one is actually to identify someone in the community someone who's doing like something or you're like oh that's my field that's what i want to do so you can identify someone and i'll give you like a crazy like crazy the craziest thing for me one of like my and it's a crazy like you know i saw her i've always been inspired by her like i saw her profile when i was still back in uni but then i was like oh, i don't think i have so much to say to her i'm just gonna be i was always wowed by her status i'm like whatever she's doing is so revolutionary i was like oh my god she's brilliant she's a scientist and i was like oh my god i'm just used to google her all the time i'm like oh my god she's doing amazing you know and she's i didn't ever like think you know meeting her i thought maybe i just jump bump into her one day maybe when i actually make it into the field but you know what the craziest thing is actually like after i finished school i reached out i found her handle on instagram guys it was public and I shot my shot. I shot my academic shot. I got a professional shot. I was actually like, hello, hi. I am like, you know, I just introduced myself in this way. Like, I mean, if you want more advice on this, you can always like hit my DM. I will help you with crafting messages. I'm very, I think I'm very good at that. So I was just like, hello, like, you know, be, be, be casual, confident, you know. You know, appreciate her. Tell her, oh, well, I, like, I know I have, you know, um, not, you know, you can't say you go good happen. You don't want to come off as a stalker, but listen, like I appreciate your work. I have read about maybe if they've written papers, articles, and most definitely, I mean, if they're scientists, maybe they've written articles and maybe try to you know engage them with like something like that, like oh this I like like what you did in this and this, and then continue you no know, proceed to like introduce yourself now like this is my name, this is what I do, and you know like if ever you know if you ever open to mentoring or something you know whatever you want you want mentoring. If they run an organization, is it a job you want, an internship, a training, whatever, just shoot your shot. I'm telling you guys, it's come, you know, I was so shocked. Like, the actual, I, shot, I, I wrote it, I wrote my text, and it got a reply within, it was even less than like an hour, less than an hour, and we were in conversation already. I just like, can I get your resume? And I was like, very quick on it. And that, that's the other thing, guys, you have to always have your resume like ready. Have your resume up to date, like 100%, and make sure it's relevant make sure it's not you know make sure it's like classy it's like professional like google templates from wide when you when you when you're making your you're making your resume look for templates they're very just professional templates like on on wide look for those ones also just um you can go online like i remember in my uni um in their website there used to be like some templates some some cvs for different lecturers so if you you can go to your departments, I'm so sure some most of the universities like do that stuff. Sorry, I actually have a few, but you can actually check for different formats. They are like be inspired by those like templates, and also it never hurts like when you're close to someone who's already. I mean, we maybe you might have someone who's older. I mean, who's maybe gone through the job seeking phase and gotten a job. Ask for their resumes. Try to compare theirs to yours so that you can come up with something neat and something. You know, it's very, I mean, it's. 
you know, when they ask for your resume, you're trying to professionally introduce yourself. I mean, there could be so much to you, but also like the resume is a way of professionally introducing yourself, unofficially like introducing yourself. So always have it ready. So that's what I did. She asked for my resume and I was like very quick to send it. And within like no minutes, guys, we were chatting on WhatsApp, like crafting our next moves. And now we successfully like having a working in like relationship with each other. Like we get to do things together because she's in my field. I'm helping her with her work and it's relevant to whatever, to my career goals. And my God, that is so, I mean, I don't know. I was like Instagram really, like Instagram has allowed me to meet very like you know those people who seem like you'll never get to be in the same rooms and the crazy things the crazy thing is that we have not yet met we've not been in the same room which is just instagram and text and like maybe calls that's it instagram social media is a powerful tool use it babies use it use it use it my friends use it shoot your shots with all these people just then like be cool don't also don't you don't want to come off as stalkers you know just be cool like send this send those messages out you know you just never know you just never know who will get back to you or who won't. The other, the other tool is also like emails. Try to get getting their emails. But emails are tricky because most of these people are always so busy. But you never know. You just make sure you have like a catchy like subject line and you're very clear in your email and actually also attach like resumes. Be a serious like student. Just like make yourself stand out when you're writing. If it's an email, make sure you sound like as professional as possible. Like you don't be too casual with them. You do know them. If it's an email... If they ever get back to you, then well and good if their emails are, are, are out there. But I'm just telling you the avenues of reaching these people everywhere. If they have Twitter handle, Instagram, whatever, LinkedIn, whatever, just reach out, you know, but be professional and have, as I've said, like, remember, these people will always follow up with, like, either have a resume ready or, like, a portfolio for, like, your work if you're in the business of having portfolios. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, there's that. So the other way I remember I've also met like like professional mentors is through parents. It was actually like a party, they go to a party and then they're like, oh my, this is what my child does in uni. And then they introduce you to someone like, so they're interested, so they leave your contact with these people and then that's how you meet them. So never say no. When you see, like when you, when someone tells you like, oh, this is someone I know who does this and this and this, don't sleep on that. Take it up, like, I took it up myself. Like, I mean, the, 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 the responsibility or like the part played by the people who introduced me to the person was just introduction. So the other point, the other part of the job is for me to make these other people feel like, you know, I'm worth their time. You, you have to convince them and you don't convince them by what I'm worth. You convince them by actions. Like, is it by telling them, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I do, you know? Yeah, you know, and this is these are my aspirations. This is what I want to do. You get you you get to find out if it's, it's someone who can help you do something, or you know, get get to working together. So again, um, the other thing I also learned in the process is that I have to be very proactive. Proactive in the sense that I have to go over and beyond. You know, it's not enough to just say. I mean, I could easily say I'm just oh yeah, I'm in school. I'm studying this and this, and so are your classmates. You know, and so many so many other kids out there. You know, they're doing the same thing. So be proactive in the sense that, like, learn an extra skill as as you're trying to find your niche. You, you don't have to have everything figured out, but as you try to find your niche, like, make sure you're learning something new. Like, uh, make sure maybe is it like a programming language? Is it actually is it another foreign language? I mean, guys, this Duolingo, Duolingo is like you will learn something. Just make sure there's something that makes you stand out. Like, there's something you're doing on the side. Like, sign up for an extra class. Like if you're able to and you can afford it, sign up for extra classes maybe. 
I mean, up aside from like maybe your coursework, you're doing something extra on the side, makes you stand, helps you stand, stand out, and it helps you market yourself properly, like professionally, especially. Um, so there's that. Um, so the, what, what's the next thing? Um, I don't even have a list of taking these things off of my head, but I hope like we're still together. Um, so the other thing I wanna I wanna say is uh, how else do you meet these people? I mean, of course, I've talked about networking weekly. Um, yeah, the other ways are like meeting and checking if like for um, you see these organizations that are relevant to your field, like some of these organizations that offer free training. I'm telling you, if I can, guys, as in, I think I've received so much training on so many things. I've attended so many webinars. They're free webinars. I always take advantage of free webinars. So what I always do is, you know, once you find, like, and the beauty of this thing is that once you find, like, one organization or, like, one company or one group that, like, is relevant to your profession, the profession you're aspiring to, or, like, your profession, you'll always get the other ones. In the sense that, okay, for example... I'm an aspiring forensic toxicology. So I'll maybe I look for an organization like TFT. TFT is the International uh, Organization of Forensic Toxicologists. So after that, I don't know, like maybe it's the algorithm or whatever. I would know in my, it, I will come across like organizations like maybe America Academy of Forensic Science. And those ones are always open to international like uh, members as well. So in that sense, you get exposed to all these other groups and organizations. And trust, these professional organizations always have free training and free webinars. And I'm always, I'm always once I say something is free, I'm always like, sign me up. I'll be available for that. Let me attend. I have so much. I remember I used to attend very random things. Um, this other time I had signed up for this program, I think it was so unrelated to everything. Actually, like it was um the take on animal rights from like a Quran perspective. It was like at a seminar, a webinar being offered by um Harvard through a program. I don't know, it was so crazy. I actually got a certificate from it. So when you want to, you know, debate animal rights from the Quran like perspective with me, please yeah, shoot me an email. I will you know, we'll go down that road. Like, you see, that's what I'm saying. I'm always like very random. And these are the things that also make you stand out when you're interacting with people and you have like all this knowledge on different things. Um, I mean, if I had money, I'd also sign up for a class with, you know, Toto Wood when he does like his lectures to Harvard. I mean, I would, if I had money, I would sign up for such classes. Toto Wolf is like a uh, Formula One team principal. So that's what I'm saying. Like, make sure you also like signing up for these things, doing all those like crazy things, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone trying to be as you know broad in knowledge as you can because that one also will help you can help you look you know when you haven't found something that will make you stand out in your profession that studying and exposing yourself to so much knowledge and so different many very different things will help you along 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 the way so that's like that's also like something else that i do so remember to also be confident you're smart you're here. I mean, the fact that you have a dream, that's valid enough. There are days when you will feel like, oh, man, I can do this. But those are the days that you will remind, you'll have to remind yourself, you know, why did you start this? Why are you doing this? Remember, if you're doing something because someone else is telling you to do them, trust me, the energy will die down. And there's nothing that sucks as much as that. I mean, you're dedicating so much time and energy to such, just to maybe your career or like to that thing. And then you don't do it as as in you, uh, no, not doing, not 
what am I saying? As in, when, once you are like you remember you're committing so much time and energy to it, and and if it's not something you don't want, you you don't want to do. Does it make sense? It doesn't make sense. That's the other thing. Like, please don't be forced to do things, and not, just don't do things because people are doing them. Find your thing and flow with it. It will make sense later. Like that's what I'm always doing with my things. Sometimes I feel like I'm crazy and I'm my head is like. Oh, like I always feel like Jesus Christ, like my head is standing so fast. There's always so much happening in my head. But I know there is somewhere I wanna get. There are all these dreams and visions and everything I have. And you know, there's I don't like living the life of what ifs. So I'm always exhausting everything. If I feel like I'm, I have an interest in this thing, I always go down that road. I will make sure I will try and try and try and try again. And you know, for example, during Corona, during the first I remember my first time in twenty twenty when we were locked down, like during the pandemic. I remember taking that time as in I used to be those people who me the only time I made me in the kitchen is when maybe I'm doing dishes and it's because someone else cooked and I was told like, Okay, if someone else cooks, Shiko, you have to do the dishes. So I was always the one doing the dishes. So we nearly all the time I'm in the kitchen was just washing utensils. Me, it would never, I hated cooking, loathed cooking. Like, for me, cooking was like, oh my God, it's so much work. I don't want to do it. But you're interesting enough, like, over, during the pandemic, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, there's nothing to do. You know, you don't have school. You have read. You've tried to, you don't even want to read. You want to take a break, man. So and I remember, um, I remember just thinking, I'm craving, you know, butternut soup. And I remember it was the first meal I ever made during, like, that pandemic. As in, I was in the kitchen alone and I tried to make it. And I remember having so much fun with it. And, you know, in that, in that way, as in, this act of cooking was instilled in me. And now, like, oh my God, I'm a sucker for the kitchen. Like, I, you will find me there. I love cooking. I love it. I love it. And the fact that I'm, I, I actually realize that I'm good at it. I mean, of course, and... The way you know that you're good at things is that, oh, especially cooking is when maybe, you know, people eat your food. But people in Zanjembe, you're a good cook for me. Also eat your food and be like, you know, Picasso. So actually, like, that's one of the things I really, I actually love the art of cooking. It's an art. It's so much to appreciate in it. And I was like, wow, okay. So that's one of the things. So I, I allowed myself to, to do that as in, so you'd find me like, baking in the middle of the night, Siju trying what in the middle of the night and I'm sending my friends like photos all the time. Like, imagine I tried this, this worked or this didn't work. And I remember I used to post a lot all the time when people would be like, oh, post more. And I remember getting asked so many questions and up to now, I mean, I think I'm still great at it, good at it. Okay, I remember also like thinking maybe I am meant to be an artist, you know. <laughs> because I tried painting. I, 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 I. That was like a very bad route to be. As in, I mean, it felt it hurt. I mean, it did, it did it hurt to know that I am not, like, I can't, like, paint and I can't draw for, I can't, I can't, draw, I can't draw for shit. Like, I can't even do it to save my own life. I mean, but I explored it. I was like, I want to try it. And I actually be like, mm -mm, can, no, not me. As in, in so many other things, I'm going down so many, like, every time I feel like I want to cancel it out. I want to know, like, I can't do this thing. But at least I tried, you know. I think in spite of, maybe it's a disorder or whatever. Right now, I'm into knitting. I have tried knitting. It's been a while, but I can knit now. I have tried making my own jewelry. I actually like have this cute bracelet I made out of beads. I can do that. And so there's always try go down all those roads. Try to do everything. Like that's my advice to people all the time. Like if you feel like you can do something, you know, go at it. Go at it with all your might and energy. 
and then so that you can live mostly i mean i can promise you that you will always live a life free of regrets but you know once you do something and you actually like satisfy oh man i can do that i mean you will never have like oh what if i could have and that's always also the attitude i take when dealing with people like i always like when i give them I always want to give myself fully to interactions, to relationship, friendships, like such that once like something breaks or doesn't work, I will sit back and be like, oh, but I tried. I see, I, I can't, I don't want to like go back to like, oh, what if I had like done this? I always want to go all in, you know, and try to work it. Anyway, guys, this is moving into like another, I do want to bring relationship up anyway, but I hope you did take a thing or two from here. I'm so, I'm so happy to be back, by the way. I'm so, I had missed this, like, oh my god i had missed you guys i had missed talking to you thank you for always making the time if you have any question if you want to help like you know shoot me an email at all my bones podcast at gmail.com you can also like dm me on instagram at all my bones podcast if you have any like questions if you want tips like how do you message these people like you know how do you meet them like you know i'm willing to do a bit of that for you so thank you so much for making it this far Thank you for always supporting my podcast. I want you two guys to share this to your friends, to your family, you know. Let's spread this point. <laughs> Thank you for always being here, my boons, people. Yeah, so that's all for me today. I have a beautiful week ahead. And I'll see you next week. Bye.